0: hello everyone welcome to the amg podcast episode two they didn't all run away so we made it to the second episode that's nice it's a good start and now we're now we're in the midst of spooky seasons so now holidays (laughs) are you know the holidays coming up we had our canadian thanksgiving which was great uh and then now going forward into the fall here we're going to wind up and things are happening at an amg collectible store we're going to talk a little bit about that here and then some products are starting to come in. We've already had some stuff coming off of the last couple of products that we talked about on the last episode. We'll share a couple of cool hits from some of that. And then going forward, we're going to keep winding things up as we start heading into expo. I don't want to talk about it too soon, but we're about a month out. So I got to be honest, you gotta, you're going to start, has to start mentioning it a little bit because it's oh, going to be ramping up as we get closer to it. So first, before I get into all of that, let me quickly do a round table here. Sherry. Good. Hello.
1: How are you? I'm great. Thanks.
0: Absolutely. You got your Pokemon 151 box. I see there is. I well, do. You know.
1: I'm waiting to Perfect, open it.
0: Perfectly <laughs> perfectly timed with it. Yeah. I want
2: to sell that.
0: <laughs> you're <gonna> sell. <laughs> if you're really good, Blair, you could sell it during the show and then just yeah. walk over and grab it. That'd be impressive. I, I would enjoy that. Uh, Lloyd, good morning. How are you? Not too bad, buddy. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, I'll give you, you can just give the high level one, uh, making progress there on the breaking thing, still making uh, progress towards, uh, getting that up and running.
3: Yes. I'm hoping for the, when we do this again next week, that we will be breaking by then. No Fantastic. guarantees, but I'm getting pretty confident. We'll be breaking really soon.
0: Awesome. Yep. And we'll give more updates as we go along, but I want to make sure that we at least touch on it and make sure we address it. Steve, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Excellent, and Steve, uh, we've got some visual aids uh, this episode. We like to share some of the pictures and everything, but this time we got some visual aids, and, and Steve has got something in hand. We'll touch on that here in a moment. Uh, but you know, I know at least one viewer will appreciate at least one of the items that we'll show. So that'll be that'll be that'll be a little bit of fun. We'll have some fun with that. And part of the reason that I know that is thanks to Blair. Blair, good morning. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: excellent excellent that was nice enough to share some of these pictures with me it was funny because i mentioned it to to the team and everybody is that uh when it comes to the thanksgiving the holidays i'm not a morning person so when we record <laughs> these it's, it makes it especially funny that we record them in the morning uh, <laughs> yeah. but on a holiday of all things i was actually up so I got a text message from Blair, including the pictures, and I was able to respond quickly, which again, I mentioned it's like, that's unusual for me. Normally, yeah. if you mess with me in the morning, you, you ain't getting responses until the afternoon, that ain't happening. But in this case, I was up, I was up and about already doing some stuff and, uh, and well timed, it was perfectly timed. That was the day to reach me in the morning. He's like, you get a response <laughs> yeah. from me. So we're good to go. So I'm going to add the little scrolling ticker here at the bottom of these episodes as we go forward. It includes the Instagram, the AMG Collectibles, one way of accessing and resources, and then amgcollectibles.ca as well. Mm-hmm. as You can check out the website. it also give updates on it because it's got the breaks coming soon. So we'll do the updates here, but then also you can keep an eye there where you get some information on updates on that as well. So we'll make sure we got that. So first <clears> off the top, I want to start off with what's uh, happening in the shop. I'll show one of the images here, but does anyone want to volunteer for me and talk to me a little bit about, uh, how this past week in the shop was.
4: Sure. Yeah. I'll jump in there. Uh, we were talking beforehand. I've been here going on two years and this past Saturday, uh, was by far our busiest day traffic wise. So I guess we can, um, thank the episode one for that, or at least we can tell ourselves <laughs> that, but, uh, yeah, we've had a really good response. And love seeing all the traffic come through.
0: Good stuff, and I like the display here—very colorful, especially with a lot of the Pokemon stuff. So, Sherry, uh, you know, obviously, I think this speaks uh, speaks to your heart and a lot of uh, stuff you enjoy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but- we just did this uh, last night—a little refresh—and got a lot more of the product we had out, and can't wait to see everybody have fun with it.
0: Good stuff. I like it. I like it. So let me pull that down here for a second. I'll get back to the scrolling ticker. I had to take it off because it was covering Steve. We didn't want to block his, uh, his spotlight <laughs> Too much for that moment. Uh, but no, good stuff. It's looking good. And obviously the shop's getting filled out, which is awesome, especially after the mm-hmm. renovation and building it out in that space, which is great. And now one of the other things that I want to acknowledge off the top, and I mentioned, uh, we appreciate comments and questions. Uh, and generally speaking, the team will get back to you. So it's something we'll uh, we'll get on as we go forward. But I do want to acknowledge a couple of the comments from the first episode that we did. So I want to make sure I cover that. I'll try to get the names, but now YouTube starts doing the little at thing where it becomes this Mm. convoluted mess. So I apologize in advance. But I think the first one is Blaine Hamilton. Uh, Love the growth of AMG and PSA Canada. So some appreciation for the carryover from the previous YouTube channel as well. So thank you for that. Uh, You're all fantastic. What a tremendous source of pride having this pillar of the hobby local to Nova Scotia. Little local pride, good stuff. Thank you all and see you again soon. Uh, Now this is the question that he includes in here. PS, are you working on a point system or membership rewards for the store? So that's a question
1: not at this time. Um, but I mean, there's always things that we're looking into and can expand upon. Um, but right now we do not have
0: that. Mm-hmm. I always find it's like, you know, uh, probably there's probably a way of, uh, you know, bribes, uh, there's probably, there's probably <laughs> members of the team who want who need coffee or snacks yeah. or something. And probably if that happens, that there may be advantageous to. Uh, allegedly I, I'm, I'm yeah. not promising or committing to that, but I, I have never seen a situation where that couldn't hurt, you know?
1: No, definitely. Everybody might,
0: loves might coffee. Help situ- <laughs> might help your situation. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, second one uh, from Robert Benoit here. Awesome store and great staff. Thank you for the comment. Thank you. Uh, from Gotham Collectibles here. Best staff ever! Exclamation uh, point. Go sends go. There you go. <laughs> nope. so you took advantage of the situation. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, good stuff. And then uh, the link here. Uh, I think the, it was written differently, but it says the link 1407. So I apologize again. What the handles say, but that's how YouTube <laughs> does it now. Uh, did I hear Lloyd say that Breaks were going to be live streamed on YouTube? Question mark. And would this be on the channel or Breaks channel? So do you want to touch on that one, Lloyd?
3: Uh, I was going to direct, just subscribe to this channel here that you're watching this video here on, and it'll bring you right to the Breaks. Uh, yeah, you'll be able to access them directly off of the web page, And we'll also be cross-posting links to Facebook and everything else for the YouTube page. So it's not going to be hard to find them. And they will be live on YouTube, yes.
0: Perfect. Yep. And appreciate it, again, for anybody checking this out later on. Comments or questions are certainly open. And uh, if you do ask a lot of them, we'll be able to respond to you, again, either in the comment or if it's a very pertinent question, we'll bring it up on the next uh, episode as well. So that way you'll You'll be able to hear two different ways directly from the horse's mouth. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we did mention last week that there were two uh, products in particular uh, that we made emphasis on. One of them was the Leaf in the game, and then we also talked about the UD Premiere. Blair was nice enough to provide a couple of photos, and we may have some direct visual aids that we'll be able to interactively touch on. Let me show the photos first here, blown up, and then we'll also share share them a little bit. Uh, so let's go here. And these are a couple different ones pulled. I assume this was from, uh, was it from one pack, Blair, or a couple of packs, or what does this represent?
2: uh yeah i believe that was from um multiple packs multiple boxes otherwise this
0: would have been a very loaded pack because i was actually very impressed with the yeah i i
2: i did tend to pick highlights and some of my favorites but uh
0: yeah nice so we'll start off here with the mary lemieux vignette so we got a nice jersey autograph there that's great uh second one is a little bit of dubious quality uh i know there (laughs) are some individuals so so we'll touch on that here in a second but there's some individuals who may appreciate the second one so the, right, the second one is a regine lemnon and uh i pronounce it slightly differently on other avenues or other venues now i did want to mention so specifically pertaining to the second one it is a calgary flames uh dual color swatch so steve mm-hmm. can you uh can you share for a moment uh the in question so it does in fact exist sure. and this is kind of pandering to a specific individual in the audience <laughs> Nicely done, Steve. Perfect. Perfect. Now, just just since you've got it there, this one, uh, the second one kind of plays more to my sensibilities. You want to share that other card? Again, testament to the kind of stuff that's in the product, which is kind of nice. There you go. There's my guy, Medano, and six uh, patch pieces. Mm -hmm. So it kind of plays into what Lloyd talked about last week. So that's why we want to show like real cards as we're talking about it. Uh, There is a very strong memorabilia element to it. Uh, you got to remember, there are going to be sticker autographs, but that's why I talked about how you can still get Gordy Howe cards, even though he's passed away for years. That's only because of sticker autographs. Otherwise it wouldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. But from a value perspective, if you like some of the legends and you like some of the retired players and everything, they've got a pretty strong checklist of some legends ah. and some great players in the game. And you can get game use memorabilia pieces and things like that and multicolored mm-hmm. pieces. And they do select pick some select swatches oftentimes in a lot of these examples. So, let me show a couple more here. Uh, we've got a few more images we'll share. So, I already showed this one here, but let's uh, shift over to the second one. So, here we've got a nice Sergei Fedorov relic, and that looks like a one of one, so that's nice. And then uh, Manun Royum. So, that's a nice one there. You know, legendary yeah. in the game of hockey. First uh, female player to, uh, I think it was start in a exhibition game for the Tampa Bay Lightning Memory Service. Yes. Yeah. So, that's, that's a pretty solid ad there from a hockey history perspective. Uh, I'll skip ahead here for a second. We got a jumbo memorabilia from Grand Fuhrer. So you got a nice piece of the pad there. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, you can see it's proper leather because it's uh, it's got all the, uh, the creasing on it that you would expect from that. So that's great. A dual, Timu Solani and Anders Hedberg. Dual autograph, you know, two different jersey pieces, including a nice patch on the Hedberg. That's a pretty good memorabilia one. And then you got a Peter Mahavlich Summit 72 series signatures. So nice thematic, the Canada 72. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then we got a Gila Fleur here, vignette, similar to the Lemieux. And then this is one of the thing that Leaf is really well known for, the multiplayer, you know, very large set pieces. A 63-64 one, if you like your goaltenders, a lot of game-use pieces here. Glenn Hall, Terry Sawchuk, Jacques Plante, Roger Crozier, Charlie Hodge, Johnny Bauer, Eddie Johnson, and Gumborsley. Pretty strong from okay. that early 60s if you know your hockey history. So pretty yeah. good. Now, I saved my one-of, one-of, personal favorite for last, because here for the UD premiere, we got the Star Systems with a little smiley face on the autograph, which I appreciate. A little smiley face. <laughs> add a little extra. And then, of course, Mega Patch. Patch. So, <laughs> yeah. Deloitte, you, you, got, you got to practice it. You might need to war- do vocal exercises and warm it up. Yeah. Right? You got to give it that little extra. <laughs> this is really important. Like, the, the people need. You can't just say, oh, Mega Patch. No, 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 no can't, that's just wrong. You can't do that. Makes sense. A very nice piece from the, yeah, nice <laughs> from the, uh, from, the uh, from the sharks there. And you do get to take advantage. Again, hockey is really good for the, for the big patch pieces, especially. You can take advantage of it and they do, and they do a good job with that with premiere and also hand numbering. So a little old school, as far as uh, doing that with it, mm-hmm. they very cool additions. Thank you, Blair, mm-hmm. for sharing those. Um, mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun stuff as far as that's concerned. So did you guys, um, so a question for you guys in the store. Um, did you find uh, that a lot of this stuff's moving pretty quick? UD Premier is a higher-end product, and, uh, and In the Game is also, you know, it's not a base brand product, uh, but there's a lot of nice stuff in it. So you find a lot of interest in those? How has things been going so far?
4: They're, they're both selling well. Actually, we're out of the In the Game, okay. um, and and is moving well, too. Uh, probably halfway through our allotment, so I don't know the number off the top of my head, but that's selling well mm-hmm. for the week it's been out
0: uh, I have to, I can only assume it's the sheer excitement, the joy of the people over mega patch.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I have to assume that's at least part of where the enthusiasm comes in. So that's good. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. So let's talk about what's coming up. We got another product that's going to be coming up. We did look at the calendar right now. This uh, week's calendar is going to be a little lighter comparatively to the last one. Mm-hmm. However, we do have kind of one that depending on your preferences, it can be kind of a fan favorite and we'll talk about that one a little bit here. 2022 2023 upper deck allure hockey so let's talk about that here so if you're familiar with it um so uh lloyd or anybody else does anybody else want to give me a high level if i didn't know anything about allure can you describe it to me a little bit a little bit briefly what kind of product is allure
3: uh lure is pretty much similar to i find opg platinum
0: okay
3: and i think it might actually start trending in the same direction that Opechee Platinum has over the last couple of years.
0: showing some of the parallels on the screen there. So if you get a chance to look at it, there's a lot of them. I'll actually zoom in a little bit just so you can see. Uh, so if you are watching this on the YouTube here, you can enjoy there. It is sizable. So this is where I agree with Lloyd, uh, where it does have a lot of elements there with Opechee Platinum is that there are a lot of different parallels. So that might be good or bad for you, depending on your your preferences. But if you're a player collector or something like that, it could be kind of fun to chase some of these. So that's something important.
3: hmm Yeah, the only difference is a lot of these are sticker autos where a peachy platinum is uh, hard-signed. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. So we got showing some of the inserts here. So one of the ones I'm looking at here is I've got, so you got a lure Quartz, we got blockers, game stills, iced out, and runaways. And that kind of goes under Upper Deck's mandate. They're really focusing and putting a lot of emphasis on different inserts and technologies and a lot of that. They've done a lot more of that. They'll still have the autographs and products and things like that in memorabilia, but Allure is not really about that. It's a, it's yeah. about a lot of these inserts and the parallels. Yeah. So we've got this check um, is here.
2: Go ahead. Carlos, I did a little cheat sheet uh, just to add. I know it's obviously off the same website, but... Um, just the breakdown. Um, so you get nine packs per box, uh, with eight cards per pack and, uh, averaging one auto a box. um, You get 150 card base set, uh, that breaks down to a hundred veterans and 50 rookies. And they say one rookie per pack. Um, So that's actually pretty good if that's, uh, exact. they got some new additions. Uh, they have base photo variations. And then I think it was on the screen a minute ago, these gold glitter bombs in the hobby, which are numbered out of 199. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the big popular hit um, is the obviously the rainbow, or they're calling it now Color Flow. Um, and I think you okay. can get those in like the regular. Yeah, right there. So you can get the regular, and uh, there's also the numbered spectrums. Um, in the hobby, so uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I know a lot of people like to chase and and try to put this rainbow uh, together.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, the ColorFlow one is a good one because uh, that has carried over to the AEW product as well. So Upper Deck's done that, and I've uh, I've had the chance to speak with Billy Cilio, who uh, from Upper Deck, who does a lot of these uh, a lot of these products. And one of the things with the whole ColorFlow thing, now you can see it on the screen there, but one thing to understand is that. They've taken the concept of kind of the parallel and everything for a player. And it's basically like a gradient that flows through from left to right, effectively, mm-hmm. that you can have. And if you collect the group of the cards, you can actually watch that gradient go. So it's kind of a cool visual effect. So it looks really good, on the obviously, in the concept art.
2: Mm-hmm. But that's
0: what you're getting uh, as you go through them. And they're, I believe, different degrees of difficulty as you go through it. Uh, most of them are pretty fair and fairly available, but they do get a little bit tougher as you go along uh, to getting to the numbered ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. now one other thing i'll mention here since we've got it is they've also included now this is where it gets a little bit interesting it's a conversation that i had with uh, the team before we started recording upper deck has gone into the thing about going into insert so much is that it means you're going to have odds that are all over the place so it's one of those things where it does help you a lot to try to pay attention because sometimes you'll identify some hidden gems or cards that if you just pull it in a in a box you might not realize how tough it is one example of that is what's covered here is that there's a set called 16-bit, where if you remember the old video game days, which they plays into, I started in the 8-bit era, so 16-bit is obviously a playoff of that, you know, you, you can look up some video games and you'll see, but that is one in 810 packs. So that is not an easy pull. So if you get something from that checklist of 16-bit, you're going to see like, actually... And if you know i could imagine a kid who is used to the playstation generation and xbox generation today going like what the heck is this 16-bit <laughs> they might get a little confused it'd be kind of, it'd be entertaining for somebody like me but uh it's yeah. very specific but one in 810 packs though that mm-hmm. is an extremely tough pull. that would that yeah. would be an excellent pull to get in one of these so just something to bear in mind some of those are a little bit sneaky you got to pay attention to those odds because you might catch something that you might not realize this is a much tougher pull than you think mm-hmm. and some of the bigger checklists mean some of those cards are really short printed relative to the rest of the product. So I just want to share a couple more of the cards that we go through. I mentioned some of them while Blair was explaining some of the autographs here. I want to touch on some of those. Uh, like I said, you got a different color flow, including color flow autographs. So you've got that as well. So some of these inserts have it, uh, as he meant, as Blair mentioned already, the eight cards are packed, nine packs per box. And then there's 18 boxes in a case. So we've got a lot of those uh, different ones. I will include a link to the Cardboard Connection page so that you can check it out for yourself. I do strongly recommend it if you're interested because, again, we highlighted a few, but there are definitely hidden gems in here. If you And if you mm-hmm. really know what you're looking for and you find something, uh, and I say this as a suggestion, you'd be surprised how many people, especially when these products first come out, are going to list. I could envision one of those 16 bits getting listed for like a $20 buy now for somebody not having a clue what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And if you already know this, you can snap that thing up. So just yeah. some, a good a good way of picking up some of these great cards at a potentially a bargain-based price. And then when everybody else catches up and they suddenly bump up the price, you were able to get your copy at a much more reasonable price.
1: Definitely. Good stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, one thing that I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit. So th- those are the main things as far as the product's concerned for this week. Uh, one other thing I'll touch on, be and we'll talk about it more next week since uh, it'll be coming out that week. We are getting Upper Deck Series 1. So the new Series 1 is coming out. I do want to touch on it briefly off the top because, of course, that is an exciting product. Fra- Flagship is always a big deal with the young guns and everything. We're mm-hmm. going to have some of that. We'll get a chance to explore the checklist a little bit more so, and we'll talk about it more next week because I definitely want to see how much Connor Bedard content they managed to put in there. So even though the young gun is going to get pushed to series two, I would expect some stuff to get snuck in there. They're usually pretty sneaky about that. They know that uh, it's an opportunity to include, especially with the season right about to happen. I think we're starting, I think puck drop is tonight, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. So perfect timing. And uh, and I believe the Blackhawks are getting featured in, uh, in yeah, one of those yeah, games. Like, <laughs> great, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's one of those things where it's a great opportunity to, uh, to showcase it, obviously, since he'll be playing. And by the time that product comes out now, now it's live putting him in series two. I understand that, but I'm sure they snuck him in there somewhere. Usually uh, canvas is kind of a sneaky way that they can do it sometimes. I don't know if they did that this time around, but it's a good way to do it. If they want to, so know, sure. Le, did you get a chance to scan the checklist at all? Do you know, uh, have you had, no, peek?
3: not yet. Uh, is it released?
0: So if they're releasing it next week, we should have a checklist. I'll double check. But just a high level, what I wanted to talk about is two things. So first, just for flagship coming up here, high-level thoughts, because usually that's a very exciting thing uh, in the calendar when the product comes out. Go ahead. Yes,
3: ahead. checklist is released, and yeah. Bedard wasn't on it, because I remember looking at it now.
0: Yeah, they didn't sneak him into an insert or anything no. either? Okay. No. Nope. Okay.
2: Could he and, still be in there? Or,
0: <laughs> I, the, I'm wondering about an Easter egg, because Upper Deck is kind of sneaky about So that's another thing I want to mention about Upper Deck. You can check the stuff on the checklist and sometimes operating will put something that is not on the checklist mm-hmm. and then it'll be after the fact that they will be oh by the way this is, here's an easter egg here's a card that was unannounced but we threw it in
3: well uh the way i see it going now is for the last couple of years since they started putting out extended extended always have been a flop so i think they're going to save half of connor Bedard stuff for extended
0: mm-hmm. sneaky very sneaky.
3: So that way they can sell all three products instead of just series one and two.
0: Well, if you're getting a generational guy, you might as well milk that for all it's worth. You know, Take yeah. advantage of it wherever you can and, and do it. So I wouldn't blame them. Uh, I, it's a bit of a shame, but we'll, we'll do a more of a deep dive into the checklist next week. But I wanted to briefly touch on it. But I think that'll be very exciting. So this is kind of so the first question that I'll kind of throw at you uh, collectively Uh, Obviously, when flagship happens, you know, there's going to be a lot of boxes. Uh, That product tends to move quite a bit uh, because it is the excitement with it. Uh, What's been your experiences? A lot of people running and chasing after the young guns, trying to – still a lot of set builders. Like, what's your experience with a lot of uh, flagship these days?
4: It's all about the young guns.
0: Yeah.
4: With upper deck, it always has been. And then, of course, you can throw in the the inserts or serial numbered cards, but
0: uh,
4: definitely the young guns
0: makes sense and also i think uh there's something that i think will be interesting and this is something we'll we'll like i said we'll go deeper dive into it i believe this is i if i'm not mistaken i believe this is the first year that they're doing the new configuration yeah with the 12 cards per pack and 12 packs per box which changes Mm -hmm. the dynamic a little bit as far as the way that's structured uh make it a little easier for the breaker yeah just saying you know (laughs) you know less packs a little more streamlined a little more straightforward um but they did that does change the configuration and the way it's set up so that's going to be interesting and also i believe they've got the young gun one of ones yeah oh. so that's going to be a new little wrinkle a bit of a twist on the old one because we had the high gloss before and now we're going to have the young gun one of one so huh. con- series two Connor bedard one of one yeah. <laughs> we, we can speculate on how much on how much money it's going to cost to to pick up that one when that one comes up so that'll be a big chase i have no yeah. doubt but for, the, but for the first set of young guns that's still a chase for them, too. So, you're mm-hmm. going to have the one of ones for them as well. So, whoever breaks out of that first crop, if somebody comes out ahead, mm-hmm. uh, one of one would be a massive monster pull for somebody who's a big fan. There's oh, definitely
3: one there that a lot of people are going to be going after because it's sleeps, and Nice, mm-hmm. his young guns in series one. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. So, now, now imagine a one of one of his.
3: Yeah. That'd yeah.
0: Be massive. That'd be a big one.
3: that's why i say like
0: there's a couple twists they've added to this one which will that's why i say the deep dive will be fun because there's a lot of stuff that we got to pay to it's not the same flagship that we're used to there's some twists that have been thrown into this one not a coincidence (laughs) since they're going to take advantage of the bedard thing as an excuse to mess up if you're going to rechange the configuration you're waiting for a generational talent (laughs) a perceived generational talent to start playing around with it a little bit Mm -hmm. no surprise so that's fair okay so we've got that and then uh, one topic here that we'll talk about really quick just to kind of round out the episode uh, i did kind of allude to it with um with the team a little bit is that obviously there's some big we talked about the different things that fanatics <laughs> can do there are going to be some uh, big stores that are going to be built out we we we've, we've talked about it a little bit briefly but i do want to get a little bit of a thought from the rest of you one of the things we talked about the way amg was rebuilt was in the concept of having some of those experiences so that what what's happening with this store I'm, I'm alluding to Uh, and folks that follow YouTube will know this, uh, Jeff Wilson of sports card investor fame, uh, is announcing that he's going to build a gigantic store in Atlanta, but they're using a lot of this experiential model of having these different experiences inside of the store, which is what fanatics has been pushing for and promoting as part of their model anyway. But I'm just curious, given that, uh, and this is a bit of an open-ended discussion, it is going to cost a lot more upfront money for somebody to build that type of a store it's a very different style and that's tough, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the, especially in an environment where you're going to have your walk up traffic, but you got to incorporate so many of these other elements. We talked about that, you know, lawyer is going to be building up on, on the breaking piece, but now you cannot be just a regular carts store relying on people walking up to you. You gotta be a lot of things to a lot of people. Do you see that being something where that's going to require, maybe less stores, but more stores that play into this model, as opposed to the old model, because if you're not willing to then renovate, if you're a store that's already been around for a while, if you're starting a new store, well, then you can build it basically to their spec right away. But if you're a store that's already kind of established, but you don't necessarily have the capital to completely redo the thing, you might get left a little bit behind. Just kind of a, thoughts from you guys on that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of 50-50. Like you're still going to have the people that like to go into those old vintage stores and kind of like how we have the attic in the back. Like you still want to have that experience and not just the modernized side of everything. Um, So it's definitely going to be a a mix of people.
4: It's definitely a shock and awe situation. and I can't imagine walking into that store and just be overwhelmed. So you're going to get a lot of just browsers coming in to see, you know, what's going on. And uh, you know, serious collectors, uh, I guess that's their—they're—they're in heaven. But uh, you know, I just can't imagine the overhead, the amount of employees. Um, maybe we'll get there someday, but I don't know. The, I, I'm envisioning
0: Steve as the ringmaster, you know, holding court on a gigantic amphitheater. <laughs> yeah, it's like and, and playing from the loudspeaker off in the distance. Playing from the loudspeaker off in the All distance. Right. You hear don't. from the breaks. Mega patch, yeah. ahead, work with me. Don't see the vision. Get.
2: Don't encourage him.
0: <laughs> it's the future, Blair. Don't fight the future. <laughs> the future is very loud yeah. i'll also just uh when, when sherry did that what i was envisioning is i was envisioning i was envisioning the attic getting getting completely built up to a certain point but then it's like yeah we're just gonna lean into it. and literally the attic is the dusty card store it's one corner that's the old dusty card store, yeah. Well, the rest of it's all modernized and it's like oh i just want the old schools i go to the attic yeah Yeah. but then you got to find like an old school crusty owner whose only job it is just to hang out in the attic yeah (laughs) and just to elaborate to elaborate
4: on the attic we we were fortunate that just as we were opening a a gentleman came in and i think it was his uncle or his grandfather was a complete hoarder but it was it was perfect stuff for the attic like Mm -hmm. little one and two dollar items but You know, he'd have like a Wayne Gretzky keychain, but have 150 of them. So it was just great stuff, a a buck a piece and uh, lots of little trinkets and stuff like that. So this week was insane. People were showing up with bins and just, you know, a lot of resellers that like to do flea markets and stuff like that. And now our problem is, you know, we got to find another hoarder with another massive uh, grouping. (laughs) uh, The attic will be bare before too long.
1: Definitely. Like I said, I'm just, I'm
0: just envision. It would just make yeah. me so entertained in, the, you know, in this modernized, you know, beautiful looking store. Yeah. If you just had a corner, because my, my local card shop when I was growing up was actually a flea market, and it was downstairs in the flea market, and you had this dealer who I'd been doing it for years and years and years, he'd still get the new boxes so that we still had the new stuff. But it was all the it was all the boxes full of singles and half of them were completely disorganized and it was all over the place and it was basically it was kind of that old school vibe built into this booth that he had built out. Yep. And I go, I'm almost envisioning that being like an island in the middle of it. It's like, really guys? It's like, a fl- it's literally the flea market booth in the middle, <laughs> middle yeah. of the thing. And that's the, there's your old school experience. Yeah. It, look, there's some nostalgia to it. I'm not going to lie, but I, I kind of yeah. don't mind the, the counters being clean. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it is, you know, <laughs> you know cl- Cleaning the counters once in a while isn't all bad. It's okay. Nope.
2: <laughs> they'll just be dirty in the attic.
0: Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> the best of all worlds. That's fantastic. Nobody
2: cleans back there.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> Except now, uh, Yeah, oh, perfect, perfect. Okay. So one other thing I'll throw in there, and we've talked about it as well. Uh, and like I said, one of the things that they, they touched on is going to be focusing a lot on that uh, internet element. And mm-hmm. look, uh, like the very conversation we're having right now is, is in that kind of a piece of it too. Because it's mm-hmm. not just being online. It's having the eBay store. It's having the breaks, which are going to be available online, which we mm-hmm. talked about. It's, developing content around the shop like literally what we're doing right now that's that's part and parcel too because one of the things they talked about in that um in that video and if i can find there i'll I'll link it because if you're curious you know may as well check it out because that's going to be one vision of what that future is going to look like so you may as well be aware of it you know don't be ignorant of it be whether you like it or don't like it at least know what it is so that you know what's going on but one of the things that struck me is that they're going to put a heavy emphasis on that online element, including breaks, very similarly to it, but they are going to build out one of those sports card investor studios inside that store. So now mm-hmm. you imagine you walk into the store, you're doing whatever you're doing. And then all of a sudden there's a live episode of a sports card investor happening over there, you know, with the cameras and the pomp and mm-hmm. circumstance and everything, but that's not, that's not an accident. It doesn't, it does not surprise me that there is that, that thought to include that as part of the, it's almost like you become part of the studio audience. Yeah. In the midst of being in the midst of being in a store full of cards that you can buy and sell and things, so any kind of thoughts on that, Lloyd? Are you kind of getting what I'm saying? What I'm saying as far as (laughs) that becomes an incorporate, it also becomes a thing where I can imagine them having TVs showing their own stuff playing on loop inside the store. I can envision that very easily.
3: Well, I'm sitting here right now and I can see our front door, (laughs) so people can walk in through the door and watch the breaks when they're happening live right here.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, So I can see that becoming part of the overall experience though. So yeah. Steve, do you kind of see as well what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm thinking about as far as that? It doesn't surprise me, but at the same time, I feel like that's going to become more the norm for a lot of these stores.
4: Well, I mean, I think <laughs> a lot of the things they're doing, we're trying to touch on it, whether it's the live breaks, um, you know, just being interactive with mm-hmm. the customers, the, this uh, right. <laughs> platform. Um, and I think it's, I think it'll be great when Lloyd starts doing breaks. And you know, locals can show up and look in the window and watch Lloyd breaking cards. And uh, you know, if they're lucky enough to win one, they can take it home with them that day. So that I think that will be a, a, a great element to the store.
0: Absolutely. I think. I think, Sherry, I think. I think the differentiator might have to be with what I suggested last week. I think we might have to bring in the foam finger. I think it. so. We, we might need to be like you know, you know, yep. Lloyd's number one. Just bring just bring the foam fingers in there, and then <laughs> somebody can start the wave. Absolutely. That'd be, really, that'd be really exciting, you know? Nice I'll, the I'll, whole
3: turn, I'll turn the cameras around so they're facing the window so everybody can come on in and breaks and be in the background.
0: Primo. <laughs> yeah. Primo. I love it. I love it. Now, so let me let me let me let me finish on this thought and this question. So this is more of a fun one. We'll have a little fun with this. Okay. If money was no object and unlimited budget. Is there any kind of crazy off the wall idea you would love to try if if you weren't worried about mm. the ROI on it? If you could just try something wacky in the store, just to be like, either to bring people in or to show something that maybe you wouldn't expect to see at a store, what would you love to try if, again, you just had a blank check to try whatever you wanted? So Sherry, any, any thoughts on anything you would mm. love to try? Are, I we to an Are we getting an animatronic Charizard? Are we getting an animatronics Charizard?
1: You know what, I, I think so, fire breathing. Yeah. Uh, definitely, no questions.
0: Yeah. get one of the ones that <laughs> so we can burn a few
1: cards that we might want to. <laughs> I,
0: I would, I would just love a Charizard that is basically. Have you ever seen like when you go to the monster truck rallies, and they got and they got the big you know dinosaur that eats cars. Now yeah. imagine that's a Charizard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, Sherry, I got you covered. I, like, Thanks, Carlos. that's right, I fantastic. That. That's fantastic. <laughs>
1: I think that's a great idea. Put it right next to Deadpool.
2: Deadpool riding the Charizard.
0: See, <laughs> like Blair that. gets it. Blair's seen the movies. That would be very much on brand for Deadpool to do that. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a little bit wackier, a little bit more off the wall. So you know, go, let your imagination run. Again, yeah. unlimited budget. So you're not you're not You're not constrained. I know. Go for it. Anybody else want to take a stab at uh, at their wild and crazy idea for the new AMG collectors? We got the animatronic Charizard that eats cars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i
4: think even something for kids it, it, and they do this exists already but you know you could with all this technology stuff and by no ne- means am i very technical <laughs> but i think it'd be neat if a kid could like design his own hockey card or okay. baseball or just come into the store and you know you have something set up where they can you know upload a little picture of themselves and next thing you know they they've designed <laughs> their own cards i know you can order them from other sources and that but i think it'd be kind of neat if uh if a kid can come in and do that on their own
0: so like mm-hmm. a kiosk basically you yeah. can like uh you can scan sure. it or take a picture or something and then and then it spits out a card for you that right. take uh, back with you yeah and you can put charizard in the background if you want <laughs> well, charizard might be eating a car at that moment but yeah. like, that'd be perfect it's <laughs> yeah. the background, background thing on, i like or it. piggybacking I it, deadpool <laughs> i like it i like it steve all right Blair, Lloyd, any thoughts?
2: I like serving customers, but what about uh, robots in the store that could service the clients?
0: Well, they're probably <laughs> running away from the Charizards. You know, sure. the Charizard might eat them. Yeah. I'm just saying, Charizard is going to dominate the conversation because as soon as you got one of those running around, like that's already going to be—it's going to be a problem. Yeah. A very entertaining <laughs> problem. That's where we get the live feed, Lloyd. So that's when we get the live feed to the store. Like it's like, guys, go on to the go on to the you know AMG, uh, dark channel, and you're gonna get yeah. to see the Charizard are running around the store <laughs> all all night. AMG oh after dark. God. Yeah, fantastic. I see nothing that could possibly go wrong. No. Be great. All right, Lloyd, all you. What do you want to do?
3: Uh give me a set of Gordy Howe game use gloves. Okay. And a box of parkas. And I put the gloves on and open it up and pull the Gordy Howe rookie with his actual gloves on. It might not come out, man, because I got these big, bulky gloves on. Mm. But, yeah.
0: We the, man, the man's ambitious. I like it. He's going old school breaks with, with gloves on.
3: I'm with yep. him. That's cool. Hockey gloves.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, oven mitts would be a little awkward. Funnier in some ways. But it would be a little awkward.
3: I'll even put a mouth guard in. Ooh.
0: I think that'd be fair. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. now I want you to wear a mouth guard when you say, Mega patch. Yes. <laughs> that, that would just make, that would, it, bring, it ties it all together. Brings it all, <laughs>
1: all
0: together in space.
1: Anyway, well, that's a I lot of thought, great ideas, James. <laughs>
0: Sherry, now you know money's no object. Now, like the well, yeah. team's got ideas. Clearly, like once the once the imagination flowed a little bit, that it got real interesting real fast. Yeah,
1: I, I may expand upon this for next week. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, uh, as far as products are concerned, we wanted to touch on a lower, so we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to have a little fun with that last topic because it's it's you know uh, it's a little bit more open ended. There's a lot of visions, so kind of tying this that portion of the conversation together. There's a lot of visions for what the car shop of the future is going to look like. Uh, Uh There are elements of it that I think are going to work. Elements I think that are going to be a lot of fun. I like interactive elements. I like the fact that the internet's being acknowledged more. I think that's actually a good thing. I think there's an understanding that, you know, we talk about it that what we're we're doing here is like, look, at the end of the day, this content, you can get content like this stuff, videos, podcasts, and everything anywhere. But you won't be able to replace the experience of people who are actually doing it. So it's one of those Mm -hmm. things where I think that's where you can kind of bring a little bit of experience, a little bit of element uh what we did what we did earlier today with the allure thing is like look i can send you to cardboard connections and you can just read it but the question is you know can you read between the lines a little bit have you had the experience with the products like that to understand that by the way traditionally these do pretty well or this is something that's a little bit sneaky that not everybody's paying attention to that's why i wanted to draw to your attention to certain because a lot of people just gloss over those read from top to bottom they'll see oh these are the autographs these are this it's like well the 16-bit is one in 810 packs that's mm-hmm. a bit sneaky you might not be paying attention to that one if you just quickly gloss through and gloss over it and look for some of the inserts or parallels. Yeah. But if you've been in the store for a while, you're going to realize somebody's going to pull one of those cards in one of those boxes and maybe not even realize what they have. And that's where you mm-hmm. educate. You offer, hey, by the way, that's actually a really good pull. That's actually really cool. You might be surprised. Check that out. Look into that a little more closely. That'd be kind of a, that's a fun card.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Cool. So any last thoughts then uh, before we uh, call it a week? I I oh, Blair?
2: <laughs> since we last spoke, mm. I'm going to baseball.
0: Yeah. So Blair, Blair mentioned we... this, so I go, so Blair, now's the time. I, like, I left the opening. Speak now, forever. Holy since peace. we last
2: spoke, mm. my beloved Blue Jays mm. are gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping. I was hoping the props would live up to it, and I, I feel it did. Uh, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna bring my perfect. Blue Jays postseason. I was gonna bring my Blue Jays postseason hat, but it was too depressed it couldn't make.
2: It. Well, I even broke this out, circa group 1987. I had this out in the house watching the games. I thought it would bring us luck, but I think it really went the other way.
0: Okay, so no. I have a question now. Now that you brought that up, uh, so that Kelly Gruber looks like it has game damage on the back. What's going yeah, on? with Gruber,
2: it it got worn a lot. Like how? Even well,
0: what, like, well, like what happened?
2: Was... Did you get thrown on the ground? Listen, this is this is
0: circa nineteen
2: eighty seven. I understand, I mean, but I'm
0: trying to understand how the nameplate got damaged. Like the nameplate <laughs> is up here, but up about the shoulders. Like what's going on? It got worn a
2: lot. I was a very proud Kelly Gruber fan
0: there you go all right all right fair enough fair enough no i have
2: no yeah
0: i appreciate i appreciate the acknowledgement i i I, back in the back in the day i was i think i've been to 300 jays games give or take 300 jays games i was a season ticket holder for a year um it got real expensive after that but i I did enjoy i I treated myself to season tickets for a year Uh, so i've been to my fair share of games uh when it was the sky dome I'm still mm. going to call it the Sky Dome. I refuse yeah. to change. I refuse to change, like, no. no.
1: As you can hear, Blair, Blair's store I think, might be open. But renovations are still occurring back in our storage room right now.
2: It is <laughs> so not, we I,
1: have that being completely gutted.
2: And that's not Steve with a bad lunch.
0: <laughs> I just assumed, look, I just assumed that background sign was then making a pen for the animatronic show. <laughs> <Dream, laughs> you know what? Lives.
1: That very well could be. Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: So on that note, thank you, Blair. I I appreciate that. It's like uh, I've kind of lost a lot of um, I won't say hope in the Jays, but it's like I go in, it's like all right, let me see what you do. I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not counting on you guys. Like I, I got questions. 20, 2015, in my opinion, was probably if things had fallen a little bit, I actually think that team had a shot. Mm-hmm. That team, if they had gotten past the Royals, I would have liked their chances in the World Series. That everything fell into place just right, but you don't catch lightning in a bottle like that all the time. So no. it's one of Those ones where it's like. <laughs> 2015 was, I think, the shot. The current team, I don't know. See? I agree. <laughs> I agree. So, <laughs> so while, while Lloyd's construction completes, and uh, he works towards getting the brakes up and running, I want to thank you all for joining us. We had a little yep. fun towards the tail end there. And, uh, Carlos, can I
4: say something real quick? Go ahead, please. I, I just have to wish my daughter, Briley, a happy 21st birthday today. Oh,
0: Nice. So, happy birthday, birthday She's
4: better Briley. go to college tomorrow.
1: Oh, my goodness.
4: Nice and wow. Done. Nice and done. He's officially Perfect. legal down in the States. So <laughs> yeah. Riley go to school tomorrow.
0: Mm. Yes. So, so you're saying <laughs> don't hit up the pub, go to school instead. Exactly. Don't do uh, what I would have done. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Always off to a good start. Uh, I, I like that. Fair enough. Yes, work him. Happy birthday. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy birthday. Uh, so like I said, we had a little bit of fun towards the tail end there because as I said, because really it, it is about enjoying yourself. It is, it is cards. It's not that serious. It should be fun. Um, and hopefully we can bring some of that going forward. And please do continue to leave comments. Comments and questions are much appreciated mm-hmm. because they also give us some direction in terms of what we can talk about in future episodes. Also, uh, if you could like the video, appreciate that. Continue to subscribe, we got past the 100. Now I'm greedy. I wanna to get to 150 and 200, so let's go. Let's, uh, let's get those subscriptions happening. And we'll be back with additional episodes and also we'll start talking more about the products as we go forward. So something I'll talk mm-hmm. with the team. We'll start including some of that. And you may get some standalone videos on some of these products as we get a chance to do some of more of these deep dives, but we'll also talk about them in this format briefly to give everybody a chance to chime in and give their two cents as well. And if for there's sure. any other things that you'd like to see from the channel and from what we're doing here, please let us know, uh, because we can definitely incorporate more of that. So for myself, Sherry, Lloyd, Steve and Blair, sad blue J fan. I understand. <laughs> uh from everybody here at amg thank you for checking this one out and we will catch you in the next one